everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the podcast. This is my probably seventh time recording this intro and I don't know why I can't just speak. So we're just going for it. We're here. We're doing great. I hope you guys are doing great. Um, I'm making this intro as quick as possible because we had a guest on for this episode and our interview was a full hour long and so I don't want to make this episode too crazy long and so I'm going to very, very quickly go through everything I want to cover. Um, I actually have more life updates than I am going to talk about today, so I'm going to save those for next week. Specifically, I know last week I told you guys how I stopped my birth control, and I have some updates about that. I'm not going to go super into it because I actually have a lot to say about it, but basically I have been having some side effects, just very tired, lethargic, fatigued, very like foggy brain, didn't do anything for a few days. So it's been it's been kind of weird, but I want to talk more about that next week, and um. Yeah, I, so I don't want to go go too far into it today, um, but yeah, it's just, it's been a weird week, just been very tired from my birth control. I shot a wedding this weekend, shot a session, been doing quite a bit, um, have a really, really busy weekend coming up this weekend with three weddings, so it's been crazy. I will get into more of my life for you guys next week, but until then... Um, let's go over what we are grateful for because we know that I missed that on last week's episode. So I actually did this in time and got what you guys are grateful for on my Instagram stories. So one person said my super supportive husband. So love that. Somebody else said new opportunities slash moving across the country and then all the personal growth that comes with that, which I think is so exciting because that'll be me in like six months, hopefully. So very, very excited for her and excited for me about that, hopefully. And then somebody else said my job, which also so grateful for my job. Um, Things that I'm grateful for, my new Stanley Tumblr cup with the handle, the 40 ounce one, fits in your cup holder. Got two of them, obsessed with them. I don't even care if I'm basic as fuck. I, I don't care. It's fine. And then number two, I am grateful for Hot Girl Walks because... Like I said, I've been so tired and not really wanting to do anything, and I kind of sat around for a few days working on my computer, but from the couch, normally at least go to the coffee shop or go for a walk in the morning and night or do something to get out of the apartment, but I literally just did not for like two days, and then got up and went for a walk and, of course, felt 10 million times better, so that's amazing. And then I'm just honestly grateful for my community on Instagram. Like I said, I want to talk more about my birth control journey and getting off of it next week, but basically I posted about it on my stories this week and had great conversations with people in my DMs, and so I just love my little community on Instagram, and I think it's great. So that's all I'm saying about me. We're already like three minutes in. (laughs) Um, So yeah, as for today's episode, I'm super excited about this. I interviewed my friend Winter, and she is someone that I met back in September, And I think we cover some of this while we talk, but basically we met at a retreat. We got to know each other in South Dakota. She's from South Dakota. Let me just tell you about her. Um, She's honestly one of the sweetest, most down-to-earth people I think I've ever met. And when I started this podcast, I just knew I wanted to have her on. And back in December, I literally DM'd her and was like, hey, when I start this podcast and when I get this going, like, I want to have you on at some point. And she's like, absolutely, like, sounds good. And so... We finally got things scheduled, got an interview done, and so she is a wedding and event planner based in Spearfish, oh my gosh, she is a wedding and event planner based in Spearfish, South Dakota, but she's honestly down to travel wherever you need, just like I am. She attended the University of Alabama as a gymnast, and she is now a full-time business owner. She's honestly 
just so inspiring and I had such a great time catching up with her. I swear we could have talked for probably hours but she had a flight to catch and I had yoga class to get to so she honestly might just have to come on here again. We talked all about her wedding and event planning business which is called Created by Win or CB Win, niching down the misconception that you have to have one job forever planning content days, failures we'd face in business, and honestly, just so much more. I can promise you this is an interview you don't want to miss. So without further ado, that's all I have. And here's Winter. Hello, Winter. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. I'm so excited (laughs) you're here. We've already been talking for a while now, but finally actually recording. Um, So let's just like get started. You can tell us about yourself, kind of your background, how old you are, where you're from. Give us all the details. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm 24, um, which is just weird. I felt like I was 21 (laughs) for like five years, so I don't know why, but um, I'm originally from Spearfish, South Dakota. Um, I grew up here for the most part, lived in Arizona for a little bit, moved back home, came or went from there to the University of Alabama. my mom's going to be mad at me if I don't include the fact that I was a gymnast. And so I'm going to say that um, I was on the gymnastics <laughs> team down in Alabama. And that's really the only reason that I went down there is just scholarships and everything like that. And so um, I majored in advertising. Um, I didn't start off that way. I started doing like, I thought I was going to be in cinematography and all that jazz. And so I was in like the film program there. I switched over into advertising and um, loved it. Um, I was on the more creative side of advertising, so it was a lot more um, fun. It wasn't so, um, you know, analytics and all of that stuff. I was I was on the let's draw up ideas and send it to those people kind of a thing. Um, mm-hmm. And then COVID hit. <laughs> um, actually, I guess too, I was in. I had an internship with um, a lady that did wedding and event planning, and she's still one of my good friends today, which is crazy. Um, but she um, kind of showed me the ropes on some event planning stuff. And honestly, my coach at the time was like, you're throwing too many parties. You need to go like have an outlet and go do this. And so yeah. <laughs> I, um, I did that and it was really fun. I absolutely loved it. And um, but yeah, then COVID hit my senior year, um, cut season short, cut everything short, which is obviously, you know, it's kind of funny when people complain. When I complain about it now, I'm just like everybody in the world was going through what I was going through, which is like you know, and everybody that was graduating that year was going through that Mm -hmm. too. Um, So yeah, I came home uh, against my will. I really was not wanting to come back to Spearfish because I was kind of one of those people who's like, I'm not going to move back to my hometown. That's Mm -hmm. stupid. (laughs) I want to get out, you know, whatever. Um, But yeah, so came home, um, had a rough couple of years of just like trying to figure out what I was doing. I guess it was like a year and a half. And looking back now, I had a very like odd idea of what I wanted CB Win to be. And so, Mm -hmm. um, which we might get into later, but yeah, I think, um, I came home and really just kind of grinded and figured out and niched down all of my ideas into one. And, um, yeah, now I have CB Win, which is my wedding and event planning business. And I live in Spearfish. Um, and yeah, so that's a little bit about me. (laughs) Well, I love that. I, it's funny because like you obviously grew up in Spearfish to, to you, it's your small hometown. Like literally when I went there, cause uh, for background for everyone, I met Winter at a uh, photography retreat 
that she hosted with two other photographers in South Dakota, literally in her hometown. We went to her house, like all that good stuff. And so like literally when I went there, I'm like, this is the coolest place ever. Like I want to move here. Like let me find a house in Spearfish and Rapid City. Like I want to move to South Dakota. And then I'm like literally everybody from South Dakota in small towns are like trying to move out of there. But it's the same thing oh, yeah. as like Michigan. Everybody's like, oh, Michigan's so pretty. Like in the summer, like, like yeah, but I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> so Right. No, well, every time I see your post on Instagram, you're on, like, a beach. I'm like, she's not even in Michigan. Like, this is this is the ocean. Like, to me, I was like, oh, I know. she's at the beach. I know. I love it. It's, it's really cool. It's, it's so funny just because, like, you know, everybody's, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, but. for here, it's, like, lake life, like, beach life. And, like, for you, it's, like, literally in the mountains, which, like, I want to live in the mountains. Like, yeah. I want mountain life. But I'm, like, I'm, like, on the beach right. every day, which also is, like, so great it's just like one of those things you're like oh like let me have something that I don't have because it must be better (laughs) I completely agree I feel like the grass is always greener oh absolutely um so (laughs) going into more about your business then I know you mentioned that you kind of had an odd idea of what you thought your business was going to be or what you thought you wanted so you want to like dive into that like how you kind of took off with it um after you came home from college all that yeah so um it was funny. Actually, the other day I was sitting down with one of my good friends and she um, she actually owns a business too. Um, she owns a laser engraving company. Shout out to Prairie Hills Engraving. Um, <laughs> she, we were talking about just business stuff and it's also funny to talk to friends that like are in the same boat as you because a lot of my friends are in corporate nine to fives or in the medical field or something like that, you know, where it's a little more, feels a little more structured and stuff. But we were just mm-hmm. going back and forth. She's like, how did CB win like the name come up? And I was like, I, I do remember driving home, being frustrated with the three jobs that I was working at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like driving home and I was like, I need to, I need to do something. I need to start something like today. And so I need to decide on a name before I get home. And I was about mm-hmm. five minutes from home. So <laughs> I, I went through a couple ideas and I was just like, I'll do created by win because that can go after anything that can be, I don't have to put yeah. like by win or like buy, you know, my brand name or anything like that. I can put CB Win after anything, and it's just like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was like CB Win. I think that flows off the tongue nicely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna roll with yeah. that. Um, so I started that literally that day, and initially I thought I wanted to do social social media management. Uh, don't want to do that. Uh, and I <laughs> added I had like all of these like a la carte things to my website. It was like social media. Um, photography sessions, um, graphic design, like all of these different things. But, you know, I had compiled just like a kind of skill set at my at my college and just like found all of these things that I could do. And we had to do Mm -hmm. we had to source and do so much for my major at the time that I was like, I can do all of these things. I know how to work, you know, Adobe Photoshop, Illustrator, you know, all of those things. And I, I, I knew how to make videos and cut videos and whatever. The only thing I feel like I haven't tapped into is podcasting, which I, I'm just, again, so happy to be here. But Yay. Um, <laughs> no, I think the um, I had all of these things and I couldn't quite niche it down. I was actually working at a venue at the time, too. It's the Barna Aspen Acres in Spearfish, which is mm-hmm. just like the it's. it's I've learned so much from Tia, too, the owner of the barn. She is, like, Mm -hmm. a huge mentor of mine, and um, I have to give her credit for, like, a lot of the learning experiences with growing a business and stuff. She's definitely helped me a lot. Um, 
so yeah, she kind of helped me niche down some things, but also like, you know, didn't say don't add that, don't do this. She was just like, you know, just keep niching it down to figuring out what you want to do. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and it slowly turned into, I was at there, I was there doing weddings and I think she caught on to the fact that I could talk to people and I could do stuff and also the fact that I did have wedding planning experience. And so she mm-hmm. came up to me and said, hey, um, they're looking for a day of coordinator. I kind of signed you up for it. Do you want to do this wedding? And I was like, sure. <laughs> so I went out like, and did right. this wedding. It was. It was very much like that. And so I went out and did this wedding, and um, I was like, I can do this. I think I'm just going to go for this. And so I started out with, like, six packages. I hate the word packages, by the way. It's just, like, mm-hmm. this is so annoying. <laughs> I started out with six different things that I was offering, and now I only offer literally two that I consider Mm -hmm. packages or anything so yeah um, yeah niching it down was like the hardest part I would say for sure oh yeah I feel (laughs) like that I mean any business owner is like you go through that whole phase where I mean I even feel like I'm back in a phase where I'm like obviously I'm a wedding photographer but at the same time I just I was talking about this I think on last week's episode it's just like when you're doing when your hobby like you loved planning events you loved doing that and then your hobby became your business, and then that becomes your life, and then it's like, okay, yeah. well, I obviously oh still yeah. enjoy it, and I love it, but at the same time, like, I don't want to burn, like, you're only 24, I'm only 22, I don't want to burn myself out of what I love right now, because I'm, like, going so hard, and, like, that's why I've been, like, trying to, right. like, do more with the podcast, and, like, do more with Instagram, and just, like, social media stuff in general, separate from just photography, because I'm, like, I don't want to get burned out of this like right now and like as much as like I love niching down at the same time like having like other things to do is also nice like yeah having your niche down business but like having things on the side but like you still do other events like I know you did that like um thrift store or the thrifting event or something last November um and stuff like that so it's like doing things that aren't just weddings that like yeah are still something that you love but can still be outside of your niche because otherwise sometimes I feel like it's so easy to just get burnt out and kind of not bored of it but kind of bored of it oh yeah no absolutely and I feel like my um whenever I have a I have moms with young gymnasts that honestly ask me a lot like how do you get to the level that you know of college level and different things like that I feel like Mm -hmm. I still get that question a lot and I'm like I'm like so far out of gymnastics at this point that it's kind of yeah but I tell them every single time like have hobbies you have to have other mm-hmm. things that you like because you will not do this forever. I will not be doing, I don't think I'll be doing wedding planning forever, but I would like to be doing it as long as I can until I don't want to do it. I think mm-hmm. that's also like a common misconception is that you have to do one thing. Like you have, like, but I've also grew up with yes. that because it was like my parents were doctors, or my parents are, mm-hmm. were, they are doctors, they were. <laughs> but they had one job, just one yep. job, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I remember coming home and having that panic of being like, I'm working three jobs right now and doing like, I was doing Instagram, like I, I made like $50 a week for this like one brand that I worked with. And I was like, I thought I was making yeah. bank and like, but oh, yeah. it, it is a common misconception that you have to have this one thing and like, mm-hmm. I, and I, yeah, so I really, You're I agree speaking completely. to my soul there. <laughs> I like, <laughs> yeah. I just like, I, especially just my background like getting into photography and stuff I like photography was not my passion being a business owner was not my passion by any means I didn't have a passion that's why I went to a community college and just took random classes because I was like I literally don't know what I want to do with my life and I have absolutely no idea and then I was like you know what like I like photography I might as well try it see where it goes and like even now people are like oh is photography your like dream job 
technically no like I didn't sit there and dream about it yeah. my whole life like my I am living definitely in my dream life now and like I'm doing the things that like like being able to like do a podcast interview at 9 a.m. before I do my other work right. or like being able to get up and go to yoga and like work on my own schedule like yes that's absolutely my dream life and so I'm so grateful for that but at the same time it's like I don't foresee myself shooting weddings when I'm 50 years old like maybe a couple oh, a year no. but like I do not first of all I'm just gonna be out of touch I'm assuming like I'm gonna be 50 yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna yeah. be a bit out of touch and it's just like also yes. like weddings weddings like even like wedding planning wedding photography anything in the wedding industry like your weekends are gone and like I don't want my I'm weekends gone. gone for the rest of my life like I want to yeah. have kids I want to have a life I want to have a family I want to have go boating on the weekends I want to go hiking like I want to do fun oh, yeah. stuff and like I just know that weddings aren't going to be my life for the rest of my life and that's why I'm like I want to do other things now to like get an idea of other things that I'm interested in and like yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna do this for as long as I can and for as long as I love it but the second I'm done loving it as much as I do now like I'm gonna do something else and that's not a bad thing I just feel like I feel like growing up it was yeah same with you like your parents were doctors my parents my dad's an electrician my mom's a teacher like those are just their jobs and it was like growing up I feel like there were so many times I heard people like talking bad about like like say someone's mom like worked somewhere and then moved jobs and moved jobs again everybody's talking shit about her because she couldn't hold down a job it's like okay she can. She just decided she didn't like it anymore, so she went somewhere else. Like, why is right. that a bad thing? Honestly, like, why do we... She's doing it right. Like, she's doing it right. Yeah. It's kind of like, honestly, I do view it as, like, dating. Like, you shouldn't yeah. date one person. <laughs> you have to date, yeah. like, a bunch of, like, assholes to... Yeah. Sorry, can I swear? I can't swear. <laughs> oh, no, I swear. No, I swear all the time. Okay. <laughs> you have to date assholes. <laughs> you do. Like, it has... You have to figure out what you like, and there's no shame in, like, if you don't like something, move on. Like, do something mm-hmm. else. Like, I mm-hmm. I really just think feeling stuck is no longer, it shouldn't be an, a feeling anymore. Like, you shouldn't have yes. to, you know, stay in this because it's paying good or whatever. There's other things that will pay good. I feel like, oh, yeah. too, I was doing CB Win kind of as, like, a side hustle. And I was working at the barn. I was also working at a wine bar. And I was like, I have to, I like, my boyfriend was like, like, you should quit one so you have whatever and my parents were saying the same thing you have to quit one because I feel like too with like something that you prioritize you know I think women can do three men can only do like one or two sometimes (laughs) but I do think that like women can do three but the Mm -hmm. they'll be like not quite they'll all be like three quarters of the way there so like if you do two you can definitely get there and so I was like all right so I'm gonna make bank at the wine bar I'm gonna do um CB win and I'm just gonna like go for it but like mm-hmm. yeah taking that le- leap of faith and finally doing it I was like I'm making so much more money <laughs> than I mm-hmm. was working three jobs like but having that like that courage to like do that is like it's oh, yeah. kind of like with you starting the podcast and you being like I don't know if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna wait two years but as soon as you did it you're like mm-hmm. why did I wait so long <laughs> just Literally. like go for this you know but yeah, no, it is, um, it's hard. Life's hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah. literally came out with last week's episode was literally life is hard because I was supposed to put out an episode. I've been, like, being consistent. Like, I've done, like, seven episodes now in a row and, like, I've been so good about it. And then last week literally just kicked my ass and it was just a shit show. And so I ended up, like, like recording that episode. I was like, it's 20 minutes. It's literally just me talking about my life, but I cannot talk about anything else. So this is what you guys get. And the least That's I'm okay. putting out something. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, for sure. Yes. And you did it. It's great. Exactly. Yes. And that's um, that's the point. It's like I, especially like just starting, like you said, like starting and like for me right now, I, especially the last winter, I had like my whole slow season. And so like I wasn't really making a ton of money right then, but like I knew I would be once busy season started and like it would all work right. out. But then everyone's like, like maybe you should that's just get a part time job. Yeah. Yeah. That's another misconception of weddings, like doing weddings. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, you just have weddings all year round. Like, no, you have an off season. Like, and mm-hmm. lots of people, you know, you do half when you sign the contract, half the day of the wedding. So you have that mm-hmm. like gap yeah. in between. And yeah, exactly. it's managing money is also a part of that huge, like, so difficulty. Huge. Yeah, no, it's so hard. Yeah. Sorry, continue. And so, no, no, you're good. And so it's just like, <laughs> I like had the whole slow season, and then everybody's like, well, you could like get a part time job, like, if you're stressed about money. And I'm like, yes. But, like, in the end, it's literally just going to be detrimental to me because then I'm, like, first of all, I travel a lot and, like, trying to, like, get in travel on my off-season. And so, like, I was traveling a lot on my off-season. And then it's, like, I'm going to have to ask for days off. Then I'm also, like, don't have time to, like, catch up on the back-end stuff because, like, there is a reason for a slow season. Like, you need time to catch up on the back-end stuff. But it's also just, like, I, like, if I, the second I, like, add a part-time job in there, I'm literally just going to take away and then... I'm not going to be making as much money as I could be in my full, like, in my business because I'm directing attention from it. So I'm just, like, yeah, I can direct totally. attention in, like, the way of, like, the podcast and, like, doing other little things. But I'm, like, I'm not going to, like, go get a part-time job because actually in the end, like, yeah, it looks like I'm going to make more money. But it – or it's, like, I'm going to make minimum wage. Okay, well, if I edited yes. one – like, I could edit one set or one gallery for somebody and make, like, $300 in the matter of, like, eight hours. So I'm, like, I'm literally better right. off just picking up random things. Like, yeah. the skills that you have as a business owner and, like, you can just pick up other random things that aren't necessarily your job, but, like, they're way easier to pick up yeah. because, like, you have the skill set. And so it's, like, I'm literally better off doing that than, like, trying to get a part-time job. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. And I completely agree. I had a, I've had a point to that also, and I lost my train of thought. But it's, like, there wasting time trying to do another job to make more money when you're you should be a little bit bored with your business at points where you're just like okay I feel like I'm doing the same thing every day Mm -hmm. but it's like if you're not consistent like it's not going to you know I mean it's just one of those things so I think that also like having that bored time you're just like okay what can I improve on you know taking Mm -hmm. time on your website I if I if I touch my website I'm there for six hours straight I can it's like it's like a bad rabbit hole of just like okay I'm gonna change this I'm gonna redo my whole logo like just gonna (laughs) start over I haven't even touched it because I'm like I I know that eventually I want to you know reinvest into like a whole brand design eventually and Mm -hmm. redesign and everything so I am no but it's it's really hard to not like pick up something small because you're like oh I can make fifty dollars I will say that the best advice that I've gotten for when it comes to like money in your business and I listen to a lot of like business podcasts and stuff and mm-hmm. um, mentorship podcasts but I feel like um, actually Tia from the barn um, told me you have to think in thousands not hundreds and I was just like that completely changed my mindset of like money and working I'm just like I want to book you know four wedding this is just throwing numbers out there I want to book four weddings at three thousand dollars a piece you know Mm -hmm. that is going to make me more money than trying to make you know than trying to do like little things that make a hundred dollars here and a hundred dollars there oh yeah and it's like and 
honestly, nowadays, $100 is like no money, <laughs> you know, Literally like that's like nothing. nothing. So, mm-hmm. and so thinking in that thousands versus hundreds has really like just, I'm like, okay, yeah. long term, this is better than this, you know? So, yeah. 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 No, I yeah. love that. I have never heard that. So now that's going to be like stuck in my brain. So. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so... I know you have hosted some content days. I think it's called Vibe Collaborative. You do that with some other photographers. Do you kind of want to talk about more of the things, kind of like we were just talking about, things outside of weddings that you do that's still event planning, still within your business, but that you enjoy as well? For sure. Sorry, we got like really off topic because you definitely asked me that before. Um, Oh, no, I hadn't asked you that yet. We're good. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) I, I... yeah, I was just like, I think she said something about that. My bad. No, no I like, I, I um, you're good. <laughs> sorry, this lag is killing me. I'm sorry. I, I keep know, like I talking know, over good. you. I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not talking over her. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I absolutely love um, like any sort of event, big or small. I actually did this one event in particular. Um, so my girls at Fomento, shout out to them as well. I. Um, absolutely adore them. They are doing, basically, I'm going to butcher how, like, the whole app works and stuff, but it's like a Pinterest mm-hmm. board for um, um, thrifted clothes. So you, like, okay. take a picture of, so you see somebody in this outfit. Again, I'm going to butcher this, but it's ultimately <laughs> what it is. Um, take a picture of your outfit, um, and it'll upload it and be like, oh, I like that girl's white top or whatever. You can click on the white top and it'll take you to a thrift store where the white top can, you can purchase the white top type of thing. Mm-hmm. So something like that. Um, and again, it's still in the building phase, but I got the opportunity. They actually reached out to me during COVID and asked me to be a part of their influencer program and stuff. And I, I was like super excited about it. And at the time I was kind of in the process of um, creating um CB win and everything like that. And mm-hmm. we came up with this idea. I was like, what if we did like a fashion show or something, you know? And it was, this was like late 2021 when the fashion show happened. This was like, I believe it was early, early 2021. 20, so probably like in February, March or February okay. or March. Um, and they were like, yeah, let's do it. And so from then on out, we literally worked on this show and um, it was a huge success. It was so fun. Um, we worked with the Northern Hills Training Center in Spearfish and um, a bunch of different thrift stores in town. They came up and had little booths there. We had um, a signature cocktail. We did um, this whole show and it was, it was actually insane because, um, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> sorry, um, we actually the DJ um, canceled on me the night before. Um, So I had to be at the show at 1 p.m. to start going through rehearsals and everything like that. Um, He canceled on me at 9 p.m. that night, the night before. And I'm sitting at my desk, like, I'm just sitting here, and I was like, (laughs) "Um, okay. And I was, like, past the point of tears. I was just like, I can't cry. I got to, like, figure this out. So I'm, like, frantically texting my any other DJ that I knew at the time. And cause at that point I was just like, I just need something. I need a speaker at least like mm-hmm. something. And so I was like, I really wanted somebody to MC this, but whatever, we got to work with what we got. And, um, I, thankfully 605 media stepped in and was like the, the best, like it was probably the best thing that could have happened to us that the DJ canceled because they did such an amazing job. Um, wow. so yeah, 
um, <laughs> that happened. Um, I've also done some what else, events. Oh, Women in Co. is a, an event I hold every March. Um, it's honor in honor of Women's History Month. And um, yeah, that has been a really fun. It was, it's so funny because the first year that I hosted it, nobody came. <laughs> I'm not even joking when I say there's no one there. And this year, um, we had, I mean, we had at least 25 to 30 people there. And That's it was awesome. awesome. It was so fun. And it, I want it to be intimate. I really like felt like that event is something that needs to be smaller and but yeah. it, it was just kind of a women empowering event. It's just really, really fun. Um, but yeah, I love the content days. Man, I have mixed feelings about content days now, I feel like. Because uh, yeah. um, actually, yeah. So when I met you at um, the series and storytellers, I was just thrilled to be a part of anything that um, yeah. Emily and Kaylee Dalton did. I was like, they are like oh, yeah. top notch in their like they just they do great work and they're passionate people so I was like this is perfect and I actually had so much fun at that particular I think that's the best content days that I've ever been a part yeah, of those were so, um, they were really and, good yeah I think that they it was just well thought out and just really good and but um yeah overall you know I thought I feel like content days might be something that is beginning to be overdone you know but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like you want to give people like these opportunities to shoot mm-hmm. and everything, but as long as it's for, you know, just, I don't know. I just have, how do you feel about it be, being a photographer? I, I would love to okay. hear your thoughts. <laughs> yes. Yes. So my thoughts are mixed as well. I, I told, I think I told you guys and like specifically Emily and I had a conversation when we were at um, the retreat and I was just saying that like, I'm really hesitant to invest in, content days, retreats, things like that, yeah. just because, like, I did one in, like, 20... the first, Like, literally right when I started, I did one in 2019. I went to Seattle, and none of the... Every single model fell through. Like, we had zero models yeah. end up showing up. Like, it was just kind of a shit show. And so it was, like, after that, I was just kind of like, uh, like, I don't really know if I want to spend money on something that, like, I'll just, like, put it together myself. And I think that also just, like, right. depends on your personality. Like, if you're the type that you're, like, I, like... I'll just do it myself. Like, that's how I am with everything in life. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't need to buy that. Right. I'll just make it myself. So, like, that's just how I am oh, in yeah, general. I yeah. So, I think that, like, makes a difference, too, is that I'm just like, oh, I'll just, like, throw my own content day. So, I don't know. I've always had, like, a little bit of mixed feelings about them. And, like, I completely understand, like, charging what you need to charge for a content day. Like, I am not saying right. that, like, you shouldn't be charging a lot for a content day because sometimes, like, there's so much money that is put into it. But I also think that sometimes, like, they're just a little yes they become overdone and like eh, like they just become unrealistic I feel like sometimes and like I think it's really fun and like so I I just hosted a content my first content day in February and it was like a winter one yeah and so like I was like super nervous to do it just because like I was like I don't know like I don't really want to charge people a lot of money also because like the whole thing was like I was like I had these like ideas for winter stuff that I wanted to do and I was like honestly like if I'm gonna do it and like put time into it I might as well just do a small content day and that's my other thing is like I don't like when they're huge like I've never been to a big one and there's a reason because I'm like it's not I'm not gonna go like I don't want to go to like a giant one and so like mine I think was eight people tops I think we had seven so I think there was like seven other photographers me and my co-host and so we did like four separate shoots and it was like four shoots for 
I think the tickets were 200 or 225 or something. And so, like, we were, like, there all day. Like, yeah. we had a, like we ended up each making, like, 200 bucks, I think. Like, basically nothing for all the work you put into it. And, like, for us, like, that was fine because we were literally just, like, we wanted to do those shoots. But – so that was, like, the first one yeah. I did. And I have another one coming up in um, July, which is literally just, like, one night, three small shoots – up to six photographers like 150 bucks like so I've been doing them on a very very small scale because for me like that's just fun for me and like it makes sense to me so I don't know like I said I have very mixed feelings I think that like they can be done so well and I think that they can be done so poorly I also think that I also think that uh, big people in the industry utilize the fact that they are big in the industry and they charge people (laughs) out the ass for these content days that really are not much of anything and like yeah they look like they're gonna be so awesome like I specifically know someone that went to one in Arizona and like it was a thousand dollars for the day which again I understand to a point but like it like everyone there all the photographers there were like only concerned about like getting like Instagram content like they weren't even like connecting with the couples they weren't even like actually doing things and like that was like one big point I made that started my content day in February I was like guys like these are like real genuine couples like people that I've worked with before like not all of them but I'm like they're actual couples so I'm like get to know them like do photos for them as well like yes get fun content like that's the point is like try new things and like get creative but I'm like also like be like make remember that they are humans and they are actual couple like treat them like you would an actual couple like don't just treat them like models that have no feelings because that's the whole point it's like if we're gonna do a content day like let's practice getting to know them as a couple and like actually posing them as a couple rather than just like click click like do this pose do this pose do this pose so yeah well and I complete I completely agree with it I honestly do think that um the learning aspect behind content days has completely gone out the door because a lot of these Mm -hmm. girls that come into you know I I felt like quite a few of the people that came to Sears and storytellers were like, oh, I'm just starting out. Like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that something, something that we did well at that was talk through marketing, social media, Mm -hmm. you know, different things like that. But also like, um, Kaylee touched on a huge point with here's how to Mm -hmm. pose your couples. Here's how to make them feel comfortable. Like all this stuff. And like, I think that a lot of photographers might not have that skill set of like, I mean, obviously you can talk to anybody, but like, I think mm-hmm. that there's a lot of photographers that might not be super confident in, you know, mm-hmm. they want to be that behind the scenes person. They want to be behind the camera taking the photo. So they have to, you know, there's so many more aspects to, you know, getting a good shot than just, you yes. know, there's the styling of it, the design, the honestly, the planning out, the models, the everything. There's there's just so much more. And nowadays it's like, okay, let's find whoever we can to take photos of them and Mm -hmm. they'll get free content, and it'll be good, and I just, I feel like there's just not a lot of thought behind it anymore, and so Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, I'm not really sure. I think that they can be good, but only if, you know, we, it's really thought out, and I just, I want to help photographers come in, and I want to work with, I want to work with everybody, but I really want to, like, help teach and push them in a good direction and everything like that, and I just feel like some of those content days, like you said, the big names do take advantage of people mm-hmm. um, and be like, oh, spend $1,200 on my shoot and, you know, well, you'll be like on your way. You know, it's just like, yeah. I just don't, I don't know. And I, I hate, yeah. I'm not even bashing content days in no. general. I'm not bashing no. any of it. It's definitely just like, but I've honestly never heard anybody like talk about content days in the sense that it's like, like, 
it's a lot of work to put together and Mm -hmm. you can do it yourself for sure but in you can't you just can you can do it yourself I think is the ultimate thing and unless you're getting that learning aspect of it yes and that's like and that was why I ended up investing in Sears and Storytellers instead because I was like you know if I'm gonna spend $1,500 like I want it to be like first of all the content is worth it like I got to go to South Dakota all that stuff but also like there's more to it like I'm not just getting content and like it also it's not just one day like it's two days like we're doing multiple things like all that stuff Mm -hmm. I yeah and like the that's the other thing is like content days are literally so much work like I like and when I tell you like mine was (laughs) mine was on such a small scale like I we didn't even do any wedding or elopement shoots it's literally all casual couples because I like my co-host and I talked about it and we're like we just like we just want to do this for fun we just want this to be like a chill like and our also our thing was like we wanted it to be like a community focused day we're like we wanted like downtime to like hang out chill edit like just make friends with each other because like especially during slow season like you get really bored and lonely and so I was like I wanted like that to be a huge focus about it but it was like like, literally, we didn't even do anything involving... We had no other vendors, either. Like, it was literally just us doing... And it was so much work. And it was literally just, like, the most yeah. simple things. And it was, like, me doing, like, models bailing or, like, trying to, like, get your hands on, like, some of the props that you need or, like, literally like, trying to get mm-hmm. the Airbnb. Well, then also we had a huge snowstorm the night before. We had to reschedule. So then we had to <laughs> refund some people. And then, like, it was yeah. just this whole thing. And it just, like, gets so messy. And then at the time, like, literally planning it, I was, like, I remember, like, telling uh, with my ex at the time, I was, like, I can't. Like, I, I cannot do this again. He's, like, you can do it. I'm, like, no, I cannot do another one of these again. I am so stressed yeah, out. Like, this is so happening. much work. And then I got done. I yeah. was, like, that was so much fun. Let me do another one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, let me put myself through this one more time. No, exactly. And (laughs) honestly, though, people don't realize how, like, much work it is for, like, people on the side of, like, so, like, my florist that I use all the time, again, shout out to Kaylee because she's the best, but she is also doing rentals and and, um, has a bunch of just, like, um, things, you know, that couples can rent for weddings and whatnot, but they, you know, bringing all of those in and, like, that is, like, you know, it costs money. Everything costs money mm-hmm. in that sense too. But like buying all of her flowers and doing all the things, organizing them and setting them up. Like homegirls, I know stayed up to like 3 a.m. Like has multiple yeah. nights doing different things like that. Um, and granted, it all turns out gorgeous and amazing. Yeah. And I, I know that I couldn't pull t- together things like that. But it's again, it's like it's so hard when it's not worth it in the end and I'm not saying that like you have to get paid for it to be worth it because I I don't believe that either but in the end it's just like it's hard to charge people for stuff like that it really is correct so correct and like that's like it's just like you know yeah and I I agree like I'm not trying to like make bank I think that's the other thing is like when people are making so much money off of these content days, we're like specifically the ones where people are charging like $1,500 for one day and then they have like 30 slots open Like, I just know that you are making a lot of money off of it, which I understand to a point, but at the same time, like, I think that if you're doing content days, like, they need to be, like, it's not just for the money, because, like, I'm doing it because, like, these are shoots I want to do, so if I'm going to do them, like, I might as well do them, like, on a slightly bigger scale so that other people can have fun doing them, too, and... I don't know. Like, like I said, I just, I could go back and forth. I, like I can be yes. devil's advocate on either side. And like, totally. I understand both sides <laughs> I and I get both perspectives. <laughs> but at the same time, I just think that like, I think these content days need to be talked about a little bit more. Also, last thing about this. I also think that because it's so easy to just host them, not easy, but I'm saying like, 
Like I can, I'm literally just like, oh, I'm gonna do a small one yes. in July. Like, I like it's easy to just throw yes. them together. And I think a lot of people have been doing that, and there's a lot of bad, a lot of bad content days happening because people don't know what they're doing, and they're just like, oh, like totally. let me sell three hundred dollar tickets to ten people, and like, look, I'm gonna make three thousand dollars. Okay, but uh, what what is any? Do you even know what you're doing? Like, what next? Get there, there's. <laughs> Like, yeah, or also just, like, you get, people get there, and then literally it's a shit show because nothing's organized, you don't even end up having, like, people that aren't qualified to be doing these things, but it's also just, that's just the industry in general, anyone can get into it, which is such a great thing, but it also can be, like, not a great thing sometimes. (laughs) We are, we are on the same page here, because I genuinely do feel the same way. Yeah, no. Okay, um, Again, not even bashing the industry. It's it's literally just talent, no, yeah. which is whatever. Correct. So, and I also think yeah. that that's kind of what I love. Like, that's the point of this platform and this podcast is, like, to be honest about these things is that, like, two people yeah. in the wedding industry are very aware of this. And, like, <laughs> I think it's also just, like, yeah, being able to talk about it. But anyway, okay, yeah. moving on from content days. I <laughs> You talked about earlier – I wrote this down because I'm literally the worst at remembering things. But I'm like, I, you said it earlier – that first, um, I think you said Women & Co. event that you hosted in March didn't have anybody at it. So let's yeah. talk about, <laughs> I want to talk about like that and then just other times maybe you failed in business that like ended up teaching you something because I hate failure. That is one thing I'm really bad at like <laughs> understanding it's okay. So I just want to talk about yeah. like, yeah, failing and times you have failed, I guess. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's so I call it this like my toxic trait. Um, I feel like I can if I think of something, I'm like, oh, I can do that. Like, and it's kind of like <laughs> a toxic trait. And yeah. because I at times because it's like yes, that's confidence and whatever. But it's like yes. you know sometimes you overdo it, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I will say that with my business, I first off had just no idea what I was doing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, go hard for, like, six months on this. And then all of a sudden I was like, okay, I can go, like, two more months on this. Um, and, and I think when it comes to, like, that, um, like, my business in general, I, I failure is always ob- obviously in the back of your head. Yeah. Um, the, like, that first event that I had, Women & Co., again, nobody came. And I, the next year, I was just like, okay, I know what I'm going to do differently. I do know how mm-hmm. to get people to events. I, with, I'm so blessed with what happened to me at college. Like I, I really did go through like four different majors before I ended up where I was, um, with advertising, which is like, I'm, I'm so grateful for it because I learned so much about like how to get people to Mm -hmm. see things, how, how to work social media, what people like as far as design wise, it was like everything design and advertising together. So, and I'm Mm -hmm. outgoing, so I'm not scared to like post stuff and so that wasn't an issue for me but like I think that with women and co specifically I like I came home I wrote down everything that I was going to change about it I was just like okay this is what I'm going to do next year the next year came around and something else I failed on is I hired my first um assistant and I thought that hiring somebody younger with you know somebody that I could like mold into kind of what I wanted her to Mm -hmm. do for me and, and to, I was just like, oh, she's younger. She'll be on social media a lot more than I will. And I don't want to sit on TikTok for two hours a day because I know it's not mm-hmm. good for my mental health. So I want mm-hmm. somebody else to do that for me. And it didn't end up working out. And so that was a failure on my end. But like going back to Woman & Co. in particular, it was like the next, this past year, 
I almost didn't even do it because I was just like, okay, I feel like things aren't really seamless. Things aren't just going and flowing for this event. And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. things just started clicking and I figured some stuff out and I was like, we're just going to do it. Let's just put it out there. Um, And it ended up being good. So I think that all that to say is like, there's an element of trusting yourself that you can figure things out. Um, Mm -hmm. But then also just literally not stopping, you know, it's kind of like, you know, just because it's like with like dieting or even like a podcast, it just because you didn't put out one week doesn't mean that you're not going to continue with the podcast. You know, it's not just like over, you know, just a bad meal doesn't mean your whole, whole month is ruined kind of a thing. So I think having that mentality behind stuff with (laughs) failing in general is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, I think also taking time to like think about the decisions that you're making. I think too, with hiring somebody, I was like, I need somebody right now. So I'm going to hire this person right now. And I should have taken a little bit more thought and processed that. And you know, what's so funny now is that I was like, my little sister's here for the summer. She, I pay her like some money to do my social media for me. I also Uh help her. She also helps me with some captions and then I'm going to pay her on the day of the weddings to come help me. And I was just like, mm-hmm. it's my sister. I can, like, be a little more stern with her because we're yeah. best friends and I can tell her what to yeah. do. I was like, that's the best case scenario for my summer weddings. And then my yeah, older literally. sister is, yeah, and my older sister is a fantastic writer. And so I have hired her to do my blog posts every month. So I'm like, this is the outline of what I want. Can you do this for me? And she's doing freelance writing and she's amazing at it. And I don't, I, I pay her what I can to do that. And so now all of a sudden, I technically have two employees that are filling the void for both of the things that I wanted this one person to do. And mm-hmm. now I get to focus on being super intentional with my clients and being really like trying to get to know them more and like doing those things that, you know, that every client wants with people that you, you know, they invest a lot of money in you. So they want, oh, yeah. they want that connection with you but they also want to make sure that you're obviously gonna do a good job for them so if you're not investing again back into like what you need to do a good job which means maybe hiring other people failing at Mm -hmm. that figuring it out and keeping going I yeah yeah, I think going back to just like the failing part of it you know it's just one of those things if you just keep going you will figure it out it it will Mm -hmm. it is figure outable so but yeah. Yeah. It's hard though. <laughs> I mean, I oh, feel like yeah. it's all just hard and one of those things that you just got to push through. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I yeah. just, I think the biggest thing like that I can think of that I like quote unquote failed at was I last summer, I, or the end of my senior year last year, my senior project was to create a course. And so I like launched this course in July and like, I like put a lot of work into this. Like it was under my whole senior project. I added a bunch of stuff. Like there was PDFs, like it was yeah. hours of video, like all this stuff. And I was like, I was like, if I sell one, like I will be happy. I was like, but if I could sell five, like that would be great. I'm like, get some passive income going, yeah. like really great, like kickstart to like graduating and like taking my business full time, all this stuff. And I launched and I sold one. So, I mean, I got that, but it was my brother. I sold one to my brother. So. Yeah. And that's it. Well, and that's all that ever happened. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. And like, it was funny because he was like he wanted to get into photography last summer and I like I was like oh I'll just send it to you and he's like Morgan I'm gonna like I'll buy it when you launch it and I was like you're my brother I'll just send it he's like I'm going to buy it I was like well thank god you bought it because you're the singular person that did 
Yeah. And it's one of those well, things where it's like. Well, and that's such a, yeah. Like, go I ahead. know. No, 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 go. I, I know that, like, it's fine. And, I, like, at the time, I just remember telling myself that I was like, it's literally not that, it's not that deep. Like, who cares? You right. tried. You right. failed. Move on. Like. For sure. But I, there's, all, there's definitely been a major fear in the back of my mind, like, to do anything like that again, just because I'm like, like, until. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't I don't want to do that again. Like, that was a lot of work to get nothing yeah. out of it. And, like, yeah, I could relaunch it now. And, like, also, like, my launch strategy was not good. Like, my marketing, it, none of it was there. Like, so none of that right. helped. But it's also just, like, I at the, I was at the point where I was just, like, I've been pushing it off for months to launch it. I'm like, you know what? I had, like, a week of launch strategy and just launched it. I was like, we're done. We're moving on. And I was like, and I ended up right. just kind of, like, scrapping the whole thing and whatever. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I really do think that, you know my one of my professors in college told me like your first idea is not your best idea so basically saying you know like oh my god presenting this like beautiful executed idea that you think is like perfect and you're just like yes this is Mm -hmm. my idea and they're just like okay give me five more and you're like okay but I have this idea that's all I had (laughs) yeah and so but I think too like with failing on specifically it's like building off of it is always, mm-hmm. you know, better. Because, again, it's like your first idea is not necessarily your best idea. And it might be. You might get five five um, ideas down the road and be like, I think number one was it. Cool. Yeah. Go back to that. But at least you did yeah. something else to, you know. And Yeah. yeah but <laughs> that is so hard because I've thought about different ways of, like, everybody thinks of passive income. It's all over oh, yeah. Instagram and Twitter and yeah. TikTok and whatever. And, you know, you can make $5,000 as a side hustle. You're just like, mm, mm-hmm. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. And, and it, it is a lot of work. And, like, I'm sure people do yes. it. But at the same time, like, it has to be well executed and you have to put in the time, you know. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's um, that is a rough, like, especially when you invest a lot of your, like, soul into it. You're just like, oh, I love yeah. this. Like, yeah. other people yeah. will love this. Like, and then they yeah. don't. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah. it's fine. Yep. But, but yeah. no, I mean, I, that's the thing is, like, literally, if you're going to be a business owner, you're going to fail probably 7,000 yeah. times. So it's just, like, accepting it now will make it a lot easier. Yeah. Thick skin and just, like, moving forward. So. Yeah. Yeah. few more questions before we run out of time here. But um, I guess give me, like, what's your... Let's go favorite and least favorite part about wedding planning, just in general. So I actually, I was reading through your questions and I wrote this one down because I'm just like, I'm going to blink if I go to it. So um, I will say that my favorite part is I'm a creative at heart. So designing and talking with my clients on, you know, what they're looking for. And then me and me and Kaylee um, work really, my florist and um, decor designer, we we come together and we basically, we literally draw up everything on our sketchbooks and we just, we just mm-hmm. compile ideas and look at things on Pinterest and pull things into and create like this proposal. And it's like, it's so much fun. And actually the other day we got to do one. Um, it's kind of, you know, cause it's wedding season. And so we're kind of in the work mode rather than the designing por- portion of the process. And so, mm-hmm. um, we sat down and I was just like, I haven't, we haven't done this in a long time. And she's like, I know this is like my favorite part. And I was like, me too. Like it's so that's like my ultimate favorite part. Um, probably yeah. my least favorite part is, um, shitty family members. Yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds bad. And, and no, there's a lot doesn't. of, I have, yeah, I, it, I have a lot of great 
great couples that have great oh, yeah. families and friends. Like I and but you always have a couple that you know a couple couples that have really hard family to like work around and I think one of the things that I also really don't like I feel like half of my job is convincing brides that their idea is a good one Mm -hmm. so being like oh I love purple and whatever but my maid of honor said she likes teal so what am I gonna do I'm just like I'm gonna (laughs) go with purple (laughs) like I don't know what else to tell you and so yeah I would say that that is another least favorite part. It's also yeah. It's also hard because of TikTok and stuff now too. Oh, because yes. you have these these brides that get married, and then they're just like, "Here is ten things that you shouldn't do at your wedding." And I'm just mm-hmm. like, "Who is this girl? Is she a planner? Is she a photographer? Mm-hmm. Like what's?" Because I think that tips and tricks from vendors in the industry is so much different than a girl than tips from a girl that got married just like one time, mm-hmm. like. It's mm-hmm. kind of like taking advice from your aunt that got married 40 years ago. She's like, well, yes. I've planned a wedding. She's like, yeah, your yes. wedding. <laughs> like, 40 years yes. ago. <laughs> like, things have yes. changed and times have changed. Like, so, yeah. I completely respect people sharing their thoughts and their, like, on their own wedding. There's specifically a girl I'm thinking of on TikTok yeah. that, like, there's a ton of things that, like, she did not like about her wedding. And so she's like, like, I totally get that. Like, actually sharing that for people who are looking. But, yes, yeah. especially, like, I also think it's normal you're... to not love your wedding. Yeah. Like, I think oh. that some people hype it up to the point where they're like, oh, my God. And then they have wedding day blues because it's, like, it wasn't what they expected. And I think that's mm-hmm. totally normal. And now I'm, like, trying to convince people to have, like, a wedding weeks so that they have, like, <laughs> yeah. like a longer period. And it's not just, like, a day of, like, so fast-paced photos, 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 Mm -hmm. and then they're done. And they're like, we spent a year and a half planning this, and it's over. Mm -hmm. Like, what are we going to do now, you know? And it's just such a big portion of your life. I don't think it should be shoved into a day. But sorry, keep going. (laughs) No, I I agree with that. And I, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I respect all these people sharing their opinions, but at the same time, it's like, like, I, I know there's, like, a lot of, like, TikToks. Like, again, like, it's just, it's just media, and that's just how it works. But, like, TikToks about people, um, like, a shoot that they did, like, with like so they're then like my client will come to me and be like hey I want to like recreate the shoot okay but that's not your vibe like it's not your vibe right. and like we can and I will do it but like that's not you and you just want to recreate some yeah. TikTok that you saw which I understand too. like let's create something for sure like let's have fun yeah but at the same time like if they're engagement photos like let's get pictures that are you like let's get pictures that like actually right. represent you and your relationship not just like recreate a TikTok that you saw and so then that, that's, like, where totally. I get, like, kind of, like, frustrated. I'm like, oh, but family members um, feel that to a T. I mean, my <laughs> sister-in-law is also a photographer, my sister-in-law and brother. They're photographers, and we – she, like, recently had a client and just, like, the mom – it was just, like, parents, just so much work. And I'm like, oh, like, being in the industry and being a vendor and, like, having to deal with families that don't understand what you're doing or, like, are, like – Oh, are you going to start taking pictures now? Well, Karen, I got here 10 minutes ago and I'm still 20 minutes early, yeah. but yes, I'm going to start taking pictures soon. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. And then, then they're like uh, telling you what to do. That's my favorite when aunts or yeah. whoever it is are coming in and I keep saying aunts. It's not just the aunts. It's, it's everybody. Yeah, no, I know. And I just know. like telling you different vendors, like what to do and where to go and where the DJ should set up. And I'm just like, hmm. Like it's fine, you know that TikTok sound where it's um it's from Parks and Rec and he's just like, hey so and so how's it going and he's like I know more than you and he like walks away. <laughs> like I feel like Literally. that's how everybody is at a wedding. <laughs> Literally, like, okay. oh my god, that's so funny. Well, speaking but. of just crazy family members, do you have any like crazy wedding stories? Any? 
crazy experiences that like any off the top of your head? Um, yes. Um, I actually was, um, <laughs> I'm going to tell a story that it's not my story because okay. I, I, for the sake of my couple, yes. I've been with, You're I have good. a couple, but I'm not going to share. <laughs> You're, um, that's, I, I respect it. I I had a so my wedding planner that I worked for in Alabama actually just told me this story. <laughs> she was at a wedding and um it was about like we were walking down the aisle in about ten minutes. Like we need the groom to be like out here, you know. Couldn't find the groom and we also they also we they also could not find the parents of the groom either. Mm-hmm. So they were like running around trying to find people and um the planner I think found the groom in a closet and she was just like that's not the worst part and I was like okay and she's like found him in the closet with his mother and the dad and let's just say he was yes he was actually this is so bad he was (laughs) I can't believe it's telling you this on this podcast he was (laughs) He was sucking on the mom's boob in the closet. I kid, Excuse I kid you me? not. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, and and the honestly, the worst part about that whole story was the father being in the closet. Well, with them. I was gonna say the father's just standing there. Yes. And so, and this story sounds fake. It's not fake. <laughs> I have lots of vendors that can attest to this story. What? And, um, so that's the most, it's obviously the wedding was called off immediately, um, uh, and yeah. it was like a whole thing, and the mom, I guess the, <laughs> my planner said that the mom's reasoning was that calms him down, and I was just like, get Stop out it. of here. Stop it right now. <laughs> you gotta go. I gotta literally go. wish people, I <laughs> no. wish people could see our faces right now, because I am unwell. I know. What? I I wasn't gonna tell this story because I was just like, it's no, so uncomfortable. So like I like cringe every time. I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I was that's like no, that's, that's the worst I... story I've ever heard. Oh, that's the worst story I've ever heard. That is terrible. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, oh, I was gonna so... say the craziest wedding story I have. I, I, I want to like... hear yours. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've kind of two. One of them, long story short, was second shooting a wedding. Again, this is something I could go off into a whole tangent about, just, like, big-name photographers utilizing their whatever. But second shooting wedding, and it was an associate there, like, not the actual photographer, whatever. Um, Planner already didn't really like us. It was a very expensive wedding, very bougie. Um, Ended up missing the first 20 minutes of the ceremony, (laughs) like, photography-wise. Oh, my God. Um, oh they my just gosh. Started, they just started without us. The planner just literally just started the day without us. I would never, first off. That's, <laughs> For your I, I had this, sake. What? No, that's that's why like, I, I was talking to a planner this weekend at a wedding, and I was telling her this story, and she was like, she like, literally, I don't even care. Like, she's like, this job is not about me and keeping the day on track. Like, it is, but she's like, it's about the couple. Like, the couple hired you for photos. So, yeah, they have no pictures of her walking yeah. down the aisle. They have no... <gasps> terrible oh my yeah. gosh that's terrible but it was like it was that one of those things like, i felt so awful but at the end of the day like it wasn't our fault it was literally miscommunication from the beginning oh. no one would tell us where the ceremony was like yeah. i asked i came into the wedding literally like where is the ceremony at like on this property like, i don't understand where the ceremony's at like we're at this big <laughs> yeah. venue and 
and they're like oh it's, it's just at this place it's at this place okay but where is that place tell me now so that i know so that later we don't get fucked right. oh guess what we got fucked <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. yeah that's so, terrible oh my god it was terrible i just I, felt you know, so bad yeah and i think so the small tangent i feel like mm-hmm. there's a weird um uh vendor against each other even though we all do different things sometimes at weddings yeah. and it's like i'm like i don't want to take photos that's why i hired you no. to take or <laughs> we hired you to take the photos i don't yes. want to be a dj so i'm not going to take the mic and MC for you and all this mm-hmm. stuff and so but, like, what I do expect is, like, everyone to do their job. And, like, as mm-hmm. a planner, I have to m- make sure that that happens for my couple, you know? Like, because yes, ultimately and... that's why I'm there. So, and it, but yeah. it's just, it sucks because it's, like, I'm not trying to outdo a photographer. Like, how would I do that as a planner? Oh. I couldn't, yeah. you know? It just doesn't, because yeah. we're in such different realms of things. So, I really yeah. wish that that would stop within the wedding industry, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. I know. But, I am. Um, yeah. Uh, but that's something I don't like is like the planner against like the photographer. I'm just like, I'm here to try yeah. to make your life easier. Like, why are I know. you doing this? <laughs> I know. And I just, yeah, it was, and I mean, nothing was ever said about it. Everybody like just, we literally just walked into, luckily it was like a 45 minute ceremony. So we walked in like halfway yeah. through and like, I was, I felt so awkward. I was like, people know, people oh, know we were not here. Like, you know, when a photographer's like, you see them. Like, you know that they're not there. Right. I was, I was so, I was just like, but the day went on, like, oh, nothing gosh. was ever said, and nothing ever happened from it, but I was just like, I just felt so bad, because I was like, I just remember I finally found, because we were at this, like, big venue thing, which was like a, it's like a whole community, I don't really know, and I, like, we were trying to find, we yeah. found, like, where the reception was, and I, like, found the lady to talk to, they're like, she's in charge of this place, like, go ask her, and she was like, you, you're the photographers for the ceremony that started, what, 15 minutes ago, and I was like, yeah, so tell us where it is, because we're already fucking late, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like uh, i don't have time for this <laughs> yeah like please don't oh reprimand me um just let me get me to this place so yeah that's i feel yeah. like that's like my craziest moment but otherwise i feel like it's i don't know some people like i can't yeah. believe your story that is iconic <laughs> again I, I really can't believe that uh, i just told that to people on here but it is wild, i love it so, no <laughs> i love it um okay uh, so to wrap up i guess let's um what would be if you give one piece of advice to someone wanting to start uh, an event planning wedding planning any sort of business like that what would your piece of advice be oh gosh um (laughs) I I did like try to write some stuff down but I mean I think the biggest thing is to just start and not put so much pressure on yourself to make it like perfect because and I know that's kind of cliche but I will say that looking back, like, I feel like I was so, like, critical of myself and still am. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you, like, look back at a high school picture and you're just, like, I thought I was, like, so fat and ugly and I was, like, so cute. Like, you know, and you're just, like, why was I so harsh on myself? Like, why did I do Mm -hmm. that? So I think um, just, like, letting the mistakes roll off your back and just keep going. But then also, yeah, just don't be so critical on yourself from, like, the get-go. But definitely start. If you want to do something, even, like, whatever business you want to do, I feel like starting is the hardest part. So um, yes. as soon as you do that, you're you're on your way. So, I yeah, love that. That would be my advice. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, Winter, for being here. I know you had to wake up early. Um, I appreciate it. Oh, We're both trying to sure. become better morning people, morning so people. I love it. Um, <laughs> but, yes. yeah, seriously, thank yes, you so yes. much for being here. I hope you had fun. 
Oh, I had a blast. I, I feel like Yay. we could talk for like four more hours. So, yeah. Dude, literally, I know. I, I saw the time just hit an hour. I was like, shit. I was like, gotta cut it. Gotta cut it. I probably won't even have. <laughs> gotta go. My, my intro will be like two minutes this episode because <laughs> the interview is literally an hour long. But no, I love it. I feel like I'm probably going to have to have you back on the podcast again to talk about everything we didn't get to oh, cover this to. time because there's still so much we could yes. talk about. Dive dive so deep in the wedding industry. <laughs> I talk about that for hours. So, yes. yes. Like, for sure. Seriously, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. And again, thank you everybody else for listening. It truly means the absolute world to me that you're here. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and subscribe and follow the podcast and turn on the post notifications and then head over to the Instagram and follow along at That's All Pod. I'll be posting any updates over there. Plus, if you love this and want to hear more episodes, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps me so much. I love you guys so much already. Can't wait to chat with you next week. Thank you again, Winter, for being here. That's all we have. Bye. Bye.